Blog Talk Radio. Hello and welcome to the first episode of Occult Knowledge Presents. Uh, the uh, well, I guess I don't know sure what we're going to be calling this, but we will be discussing today um, what happens when we die and why we die. Uh, these are questions that I think uh, have always plagued humanity, and um, I am going to be discussing them with uh, my friend Ronnie, who will be on the line in a second as soon as I get him on here. Are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Hey, Mike. What's up? So listen, um, I, you know, I, I'm kind of coming at this from um, this sort of uh, view. Uh, Ronnie, you, um, of course, are a little bit older than me. Um, when when you think of the question of death and you think of, like, you know, whether... I mean, well, first of all, let's let's tackle the question of do you have an idea of where what happens after death? Well, I have thought about it, and what I come up with is that it uh, is transforms into something something else. That's what happens to us after death. I see. Okay. Now, do, do you do you fear death? Nope, I'm not. I used to. Not anymore. <laughs> really? Yep. Um and and now um don't you think though that um let's just say like in today's kind of most people are sort of like doing all they can to kind of avoid it and try to stave it off, you know, and 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 uh people in a way most people do fear it. I mean, don't you think? Yes. Because people fear it because they don't know what it is. Because death is nothing but it's a transformation of everything. It's just a change happens. It's everything oh. has has like you know sun comes up, some sun you know goes down, earth moves, that sort of thing. So it happens to human being also. Because. Um you know, most religions have sort of cropped up, um, I believe, in an effort to uh, to explain it and to make it seem less scary. Um, but at the same time, you know, it still hasn't erased most people's fear of it uh, because it is an unknown kind of quantity. But uh, mainly um, what I wanted to talk about in this episode is just sort of uh, how the concept of that you know death is coming has has affects people's lives and how they sort of um respond to it you know and and how responding to it in a in a certain way can help you to live well and longer and responding to it in other ways actually hastens it to you know and and brings it on quicker so yeah. this is a, you know so in so I wanted to talk to you about that cuz like I think that most people, uh, they they almost live their life impatient, thinking that yes. you know they they only they only have a small amount of time. You know the the whole notion that life is short, and and, and so people take shortcuts and 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 often get themselves into trouble based on that. So um, it's just it's an interesting topic for me because um, it, it, I, I, let me just ask you. Um, 
do you see the connection between, for example, uh, stress and the aging process and how yes, one... Okay. So, stress, I so, can, I can, stress is what I gather is that something that we cannot do. Some, let's say in this case, we, we take a task we are not capable of doing. That's when we have a stress. Okay, but if you take a task that that you can do very easily, it could be mountain high, but it'll never be stressful for you. Well, yeah, but but there's a certain kind of also stress that comes from not trying. Like if you don't put challenges in front of you in a way you can. You, you know, there's a certain amount of stress. Let's put it like this. There's a certain amount of stress that's necessary for your life to thrive. Like if you don't have any stress, obviously it's a little bit, uh, you, you don't develop, you know. Right. I could not agree more, but that's a good stress. <laughs> and the bad right. stress is but because, first of all, you have to recognize the good and bad. So it's all in your thinking how you think and and able to analyze those thoughts moment to moment and and able to recognize it so most people they have bad stress because they try to do things let's say i try to become the president of the united states and and but the chances are very high that i will never become one but I, I could go on in the process, and the thing is, I will always lose, and that's going to create <laughs> a lot of stress. So well, a lot that's of people, interesting. That's what they do. Well, that's 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 interesting. You know, you're talking about good stress and bad stress, because the way I look at stress is, is any stress that you can rec- that you allow yourself to recover from, you know, is okay. But it's when people compound stress upon stress upon stress, you know, and without letting themselves heal. Because you can think of almost like going through a, a stressful period as, you know, uh, you need rest, right? I mean, right. it's like, so people, most people live their whole life, they never take a rest from their stress, you know, and so it builds up, it builds up. And to me, that's uh, what the aging process is all about. You know, it's it. And when you look at people who are old, it's like they look like they're tired. You know, and it's like to me, it's like that's the secret, like of trying to, of of maintaining your youthful appearance. You know, is yes. to not let stress uh, accumulate. I have this to say to that. First of all. The people, those who are going through a lot of stress, uh, they don't allow themselves to even stop for one split second and ask themselves, why am I having this stress? They don't do that. Okay. Right. Uh, And most people believe that stress is good. It is, to a degree, but not always. Right. Right. Uh, So whenever, but the most people, they feel the stress in their body. Okay. And that's how they say that, oh, I'm having a lot of stress. I'm feeling a lot of stress. But it is what stress is, it's it's some sort of thought in your brain. It's eating you up. And stress is nothing, but it is something that 
that that individual should not be doing, whoever is having that stress. That's what I stress. Well, that, that stress is getting you old. Oh, am I'm I, sorry, say that one more time. Okay. The person, whoever having a stress, and because of that stress, that person is getting old or looking okay. old, looking tired. That's what, what I am trying to say is that that person should not be doing whatever they are doing. That is causing them that stress. Am I clear so far? Of course, of course. I mean, okay. it, it may, but I mean, it, it could be like, I mean, I would just modify that and say, well, they could do it. It's just that they need to be taking more time to relax. You know, I mean, it's like they're over, they're overloading themselves. I, see, I mean, I, maybe we're saying the same thing. It's just like in different ways, you know. Maybe. Um, like so. you're saying, if the, you're saying basically if the activity is creating so much stress that it's aging you, then right. obviously it's it's a bad stress, <laughs> and you should no, stop. <laughs> maybe maybe that person need to change that activities. Maybe that activities is not right for that person. That's absolutely right, and and I think people need to recognize when, right. you know, they're not they're not suited to something. You're right. Exactly, and that's why I said that they have to first they have to examine their thought process, what they are thinking, what they are doing. It's right right within them. And once they find that, and they can eliminate that stress just like that. It's, it's, yeah. That's how easy that is. Because to make it even more um, more uh, easy to understand, let's say that uh, I am old enough, but I cannot now, if I tell myself, okay, let's, let me just prepare myself for Olympic, but what are the chances that I could even Go to I mean go to Olympic you know because it's going to create a lot of stress on my body mind everything because I have to train myself so much and the chances are very high that I will fail but that's what most people do that they take they take it as a challenge and and I don't think challenge always necessarily good so yeah and and some people take on too much for sure and that's yeah. a I, in a way, you're saying that like um, some people try to do things that they they don't think about it whether whether it's a bull and they just kind of I mean because our society our society tells people that they can do whatever they want to do so right. on some level that's encourage wrong. it. I yeah. think that's very wrong because not everyone can do everything. You understand what I mean? Of course, of course. Now because the reason it, I just want to recap. Go ahead. Say what you were okay. going to say. No, because we are not designed. Our, I mean, I, I shouldn't. Okay, let me just stop myself saying this, um, or or clear this, because our not everyone brain recognizes the same thing, and everyone brain understands things as easily as maybe for Einstein or Bill Gates. It's we're all different, and therefore, you know, we we like to do different things. You know, that's all. So, therefore, what society teaches, school, they say, oh, you could do everything. You should have everything. That's wrong. I see. Yeah. I, I think there's a lot of people think. You're kind of getting cut off. Are you there? Uh, a lot of people, they kind of, I mean, you see you see this in, um, y- 
I mean, you see this in, in, in sometimes where where people are in positions, for example, they don't belong, and they're almost killing themselves by being in that position. Is that, I mean, so there's a lot of that going on for sure. Right. And now, so I just want to. You are disproving yeah. my point. That means he he is killing them himself by by being in that position. That means it's a wrong position for him, and that's why he is killing himself by staying there. Yeah. Yes. And and I think people underestimate, and the reason I bring it up in in relation to death is I think people underestimate, you know, the 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 effect of stress on your life. You know, it's just as bad as eating poorly. You know, Um, and there are a lot of people out there who do are very healthy. They eat well. They they take exercise. You know, they do all the things they're supposed to do, but they're not disciplined with respect to this that aspect in the sense that they allow themselves to undergo stress every single day and to me it's like going through radiation almost you know yes. it's cancer it causes cancer it causes yes. you know high blood pressure all these things yes. that lead to your demise yep i couldn't agree more it's a lot of it is happening because our educational system, because what we learn in the school and colleges, and they tell us, and we are able to solve textual problem, and therefore we think that we could solve other problems, societies and life's problems just as well. Sure, a lot of us can, but a lot of us cannot. So in order for us to eliminate some of, some of those and all of those problems, um, we have to examine what's going on inside us. And if we can just, you know, analyze everything, then we can certainly eliminate our stress and anything, even even dying. We don't have to die right away. We don't have to get old just like that. We're not supposed to get old that fast. Well, that's, yeah, that's, I mean, that's something that, um, you know, I wanted to, to, to just bring up because, you know, there's of course everybody wants to stay young and not die, and you know, and there's all this crazy culture now with plastic surgery and and all kinds of kind of external external ways. You know, they hopefully they can come up with uh, some right. kind of d- genetic drug, and but but I think that you know you can't. It's like you have to be in yourself centered, and you have to be in yourself inside yeah. yourself. Absolutely, you know, all the time. Healthy, mentally, you yeah. know. Yes, because it all comes from your mind. Because let's let just give you this. Let's say you are thinking something bad about a person, and that thought is making you angry. What happens? You automatically feel it in your body. Have you ever noticed yeah. that? So that's Absolutely. what it is. Absolutely. So the people, those who are going through, like they're giving a wrinkle on their face because of their thought process. They're thinking something bad, and at the same time, they're going to a plastic surgeon and telling them, hey, look, fix my wrinkle. But they cannot get rid of their, that bad thinking. Right. They want to they wanna get rid of it, like, after the fact. You know, they're like, okay, now I caused this wrinkle in my face right. from frowning all day. And it's like, why don't you fix the frown instead of the wrinkle? <laughs> That's right. So it has to be fixed from inside first. Then outside right. will be fixed automatic. Yes, yes. And and so the the question, I mean, and so I, I think it comes back around full circle then to the notion of, 
you know, what what the purpose of your life is, you know, um I I mean there's been a lot of different philosophers and and moral philosophers that have come, you know, that tried to tell people in in different words, you know, but basically saying like the good life the life of a good person, the life of a moral person is the best life. But I find that only I mean I think only one person that I can think of has actually argued or maybe a couple, but Jesus Christ to me was the only guy that ever even connected you know living well to living to living uh, eternally so he says basically follow you know be be very nice be never fight never have any kind of violence and you will have everlasting life um if you look into the gospels that's what they say i mean it, it's really unambiguous but yet people have taken it to mean so many different things but i i always thought it was that you will be much healthier physically if you are a good person. Now, what do you think about that? Do you think that that there's a connection between those two things? I think so. I think I think what well, what Jesus and gospel said, they said it. They couldn't say it any more better than what they have said. And that is because I because I make things simple and simple could be very complex for others. So so if you don't follow me, let me know. Stop me. That is, you just said that that in gospel, Jesus, they said, do not fight or anything. Because everything, like before we fight, before we do, before any wrong thing hit us, anything, we create everything within us. And then it just, what we see, the fight is the after the fact, after we fought it out, what are we going to do? Um, that's, that's when the fight comes. But it all started long before in our brain, in our psyche. And it's there. It's in our subconscious. It's there. We just, we just get the result. The result is the fight of it. Mm-hmm. I, and, yeah, I mean, that's the visible part. But you're saying the right. invisible part is the thought. So the yeah. invisible, okay. And a more simpler way I can say that get in front of a mirror and see yourself like a good thing. See how your face changes. And just think something bad. Think of like, okay, how are you going to hit someone tomorrow or out on the street right now? See how your faith changes. So that's, I'm just showing you the external um, evidence of how we change. So if you think on it for, for a while, you will see you feel it in your body. And that's how we give ourselves disease. Because body yes. shouldn't be going through any of those troubles. Yes. And, and but see that's it's like our medical science has lost sight of this. Like we have a psychiatric science that deals with deviant mental behavior, but it's like they've decoupled the two in the sense the mind and the body now like are in in, in the realm of the sciences completely separate. No, it isn't. Because look, uh, it shouldn't be. Far? I agree, but well, I'm just saying no, the way they they treat it. Right, but because you see, they are because they have to, they have to. Like you talked about religion earlier, how why religion is so famous worldwide, because they create fear among people, and that fear draws them in, and that's why we go to church every week. Okay, that's one. Science is pretty much the same way. It's a fear based. They have to do things that 
makes sense to intelligent people, and sometimes they agree because they don't want to think it through, because it's a complex process. But mind and body, like if I ask you, hey, Mike, what does your mother look like? Close your eyes and tell me what does your mother look like. You'll be able to tell. You will see the picture of your mother in your mind. That's your mind, and that's within your body. Okay? So how could mind be separate from your body? <laughs> Am I making any sense? Yeah, yeah. That's all it is. And the, and the wisdom is always floating within us, just like Jesus talked about, that the Father is telling me all this, Father is giving me the message. It's all. It's all within us. We are not connected to anything. Because... We were born with everything. That's everything a good. We that's need. a good way. <clears throat> and 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 you know, uh, the, even the religion that you speak of is within. It's not anywhere else. Yes, it really isn't because that's what Jesus said it to many times to all of us. Because I have not read Bible, uh, but I've read like a few pages here and there. And Jesus said very clearly, "It's all within us. Father is within us." It's all, every reason tells you that. It's all within us. So if it is within us, it's got to be within our body and head and brain somewhere. We just have to locate it. Well, so so the 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 corollary to that then is the the way the world as we see it then is is really merely a reflection of what we have inside. So if you want to fix the world and all its ills. Right. then the best place to start is inside yourself. Absolutely. I couldn't agree more, Mike. And that's what we should do. That means that, that then tell, let me, let me make it this, and I try to tell my wife this, that in order for you to love someone, you must love yourself first. That's when you can go out, then you can love others. Then it will be automatic. It will be easy things. You know how it is. Okay, so in order to heal other person, you must know how to heal yourself first. Then you can tell other person. Yes, yes. It's a process you have to put yourself through, and really, it's you understand this, and then you say, "Oh, so I can do it. I don't need to see doctor. I haven't seen my doctor in the last five years. Do you believe this?" Well, I mean. <laughs> I mean, at this point, going to the doctor is—it's like going to a mechanic. You know, I mean, it's not very theoretical. It's more like, oh, you—you know—they—it's they, very symptomatic. You know, you go and they're like, oh, you have a cold. So they don't try to get to the root of, you know, why you caught that cold. They—they they kind of just try to heal it for you. So, right. But I mean, it's—it's it's medicine. And my point was that medicine has kind of gotten. It used to be in traditional cultures that. Both those issues were treated together, but now they're treated separately. Because doctor, today's I mean, doctors, they do not know. It's all science-based. So yeah. I was a science student. I wanted to be a doctor. Then later I kind of said, no, I don't want to be a doctor. So I just studied chemistry. And so I know how that works. But it is all in our head. Doctor... The, any anything happen, any disease comes. What is disease? You just break that word, da- word down, and you will find two things. Disease is. Where is disease? In in our head. It's nothing in our head. It's the thinking. It's the thought. So that means disease. It's like a bad thought is eating us up, and that's what's creating something else. That's all. 
Well, what you're saying is dis-ease. So it's the opposite of easiness, which is difficulty. <laughs> right. So Disease, like if you spell it, D-I-S, as S, yes. right, disease, however way you... So first three words, if you take, uh, uh, then it's become dis. That's discomfort. It's so that right. your body is doesn't want that, but you somehow do it. You tell yourself, no, I got to think. I got to figure this out. So that's when it's causing other trouble. So that's when the human being, like Jesus, they knew right away when it's, they say, oh, no, 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 I, I don't want that. Because the, these are the wise human beings, like Jesus. Um, so they were able to recognize that, and they avoided that. And that's why they remain healthy. And, but most people, most people are, they are just like ship. You know, they don't know anything. You know, they're just like a dead yeah. body, just walking. So they don't know. You know, so they well, can do anything. Well, it's, it, you know what it is? It's the, um, it's, what happens is, is people live in a very small part of their mind, which is, which I call the ego, you know, yeah. and they think that that's who they are. But really, that's just one little shadow of yes. a corner of their mind that they're living in. You know, it's like this little yes. person that happens to have this identity at this time, but the eternal part of themselves they they've hidden, they've almost locked away. They're you know, like they they block it. Yeah, they're, they are totally disconnected from that. And, right, and that's the, and that's into their the little their petty, the, and that's where the pettiness, you know, and all the little infighting comes yep. from it's like yep. because people become it's almost like they become more uh an, animalistic you know uh more primitive um because of that yes. we are in a way but people say that we are better than in a way we are human we are animal like a human animal well, there is no difference between us and them but the only difference with us that we can think like like we can see what's happening in our head in our body in our surroundings so as long as we can do that we become better than animal and when we cannot when we fail to meet those that's when we just we're just become animals that at that point we right. have no control over our disease or anything exactly because to to get to a position where you can basically insulate yourself from those things like disease. It, you have to be in touch with this kind of eternal quality. And, yeah. and in a way, I mean, that's what religion, I mean, the good side of religion is trying to bring out of you, you know. Right. Um, it, it, I mean, I originally intended religion. You know, I think a lot of religions have degraded for example, into kind of a fear-based system where they try to keep you almost like in a cult. But, yes. but, but the original intent of that religion, of any religion, has always been to make you an individual, not you know, not right. just to to make you into a you know, like a almost like Follow a god unto yourself. Right, because religion supposed to teach you to become like Jesus. Right, okay. but but not, somehow, not just a follower. right, not just a follower. But somehow, what happened? Most human being, we have so much trouble in life. Already, we have created. So, 
cutting through all that trouble and understanding our own self and solving our own problem, what religion teaches us, we cannot do that. So what we do is we just go and just we just bow to Jesus and say, Jesus, please solve our problem. But Jesus is kept saying, no, you can solve your own thing because the God, right. Almighty God, is within you. So all you have to do is just connect with your own higher self and fix it. Yeah, and I think the Jesus message, was, you know, he was saying, you know, people kind of have come down now to be like, oh, well, he was God's only son. And I think his whole thing was, no, I'm God's son, and so are you. That's right. You know, I mean, and he's like, I believed it, and so can you. Right. And it's sort of, and, and so he, I think, like, in many ways, the miracles that he performed were not to be demonstrations that he was God, but demonstrations that any human who did that this you know takes the nonviolent life and it very seriously can form miracles, you know. Yes. And 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 that includes you know an ability to um, to even heal you know maybe somebody or bring them back to very dark places you know so. It's just interesting that the way it's distorted, and you know, it's like we're instead of having Jesus bringing God and showing how everybody can be almost a God unto themselves, they have it to mean that we're supposed to worship now Jesus, you know, along with God. You know, it's it's so backward. Right. Um, well, it's I I think that that first of all we all have to believe that we have everything whatever Jesus had Jesus might be someone very special that he did not have to work too hard to reach his eternal self or higher self and we have to because we might have made some sin along the way mistakes that we are suffering from but we can all be the same thing as as he is. Right. Well, what what happened with Jesus is, I mean, according to the story, is actually he went on a very long fast. Um, you know, forty days, forty nights. You know, that whole uh, what what people usually give up in in what is now referred to as Lent. People will give up something that there's important to them for forty days and forty nights. But but Jesus, you know, apparently didn't eat. Or drink or anything for forty days and forty nights. Um, now, and, I, and you know, who knows if this is true or whatever. But the point is, is that there's there's a there is a place for fasting and for you know reflection, meditation, um, to kind of pull away from the world. You know, in a way. I, I, what do you think about that in terms of fasting? Do, do you think that can help people sometimes to? snap out of their egocentric absolutely that's why that's why muslim people they fast 30 days a year do you know that because fasting what it does it's it it it's it's it's, it's nothing but it's a control that that you do not need food food does not um control you for that many hours of that day that's so it kind of gives you proof it right. gives you proof that that your energy is from something else. Right. That your energy is is from your mind. 
Absolutely. It's all because it's just think. It just for one split second, just close your eyes and just see how thoughts are popping in your head without you doing anything. It's all coming. And a lot of time that's why is it please forgive me for saying this. A lot of time people those who are fat they are constantly thinking about food, how they're going to eat. That's all. That's their thought. So I say to fat people, just go to it, go inside, your head, inside of their head or your head and see what kind of thought is there. If they are thinking about food, just think about something else. Then they're not going to be hungry anymore. Okay, you can <laughs> even prove that on yourself. Seriously. You know, just prove it for yourself, what I just said. Same thing, same thing with sex. You know, it just thought we are thinking. You know. Oh, are you there? Hello. Hey, Mike. We got cut off. Are you there? Hey, Mike. Hey, I got cut off. I don't know what happened. 